Hey guys, welcome to the debrief episode after the episode. Uh, thank you, Bankless Premium members, for becoming and deciding to enjoy the Bankless Premium feed. David, you said you had some things you wanted to discuss on the premium feed today and in the debrief. Uh, I, what what did you just say? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, there's like a lot of very OG episodes. Like once upon a time, we, we made episodes one through like 12, one through 15-ish very intentional and very methodical as like an onboarding flow into crypto. Uh, and I remember throughout 2020, 2021, and even at the beginning of 2022, people were like, listen to episodes one through 12, listen to episodes one through nine. I heard this so many times. And like, as 2022 went on, it kind of started to dwindle at the very start of 2022. As 22, 2022 went on, I started hearing that. I don't hear that anymore. I started hearing it much less and less and less. Yeah. And, I th- and I think like, and also like our skills as podcasters have gotten better. Our microphone quality has gotten better. Our editing has gotten better. And so like now it's kind of like to send people back to episodes one through nine, it's like kind of rough because it's like <laughs> the podcast is way better now. Yeah. But that's really where Bankless got its foundation. And that's where a lot of who we are and what Bankless is that where that, that got defined. And we've onboarded a ton of new listeners in the last, in the last year or so. And I think a lot of people have skipped over a lot of these very core primitive thoughts uh, that this entire like movement, the bankless movement is built on. And so I, I think that's kind of what I think this episode with Eric was it's like, why are we here? Let's go back to the roots. Let's go back to first principles. And I think there's a lot of bankless listeners out there that haven't had the opportunity to explore those very foundational primitives that so much of like the comments that we make on the weekly rollup actually like, uh, go all the way back towards like, like there's always like even some of the comments that we make about some regular news cycle uh, event like has foundations in some of these core principles and I think a lot of the new listeners have missed that so what do you think that means uh, does it mean we need to redo all of that for 2023 perhaps yeah um, I think we can do it better um, we're better podcasters now um, but also I think it's just like um, Let's like try and wipe this slate clean on 2022 and let's call this cycle done and move on to the next one. And let's kind of start from the beginning again. Um, This time, two years wiser, three years wiser and with two years of better audio equipment uh, and two years more of podcasting skills and two years better storytelling. So let's tell the same stories that are, are the same reasons why we're here and pound this into people's heads about like why Bankless is a thing. The uh, very first episode is called uh, Welcome to Bankless. Yeah, we actually did do, redo that one. That we did. We've redone that, and we tried to include some of the early lessons, but mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to recall like the early Bankless less, like uh, episodes. There was one mm-hmm. that was just why we go Bankless, like the philosophy. There was another that was on money, how mm-hmm. it comes to be. Yeah. There was another that was on like um, DeFi, I mm-hmm. think, why protocols are important. But even some early mental models and concepts, right? Just um, going bankless, what does that actually mean? Well, that means you're not giving a bank your private keys. Mm -hmm. That's what it means. You're not giving a third party your private keys. Any third party, regardless of what they call themselves, uh, that requires your private keys that you don't have control over, that's not governed by code that you can audit and that's open uh, source, and that is... um, you know, complete, you can view the source on and, and check and audit yourself. That is a bank, regardless of what it calls itself. Um, that's a core principle. Another one is the protocol. Well, I also want to expand the definition of a bank too, beyond just like a place that you put your money into. 
it's like a bank is something that inevitably you have to trust it like you give up a part of yourself when you do that like money is this thing that is like a token of time and labor it's an instantiation of people's time and labor which is like your life forces like money like when you earn money and you like grow that grow your savings that is a representation of your life forces that you have been able to accrue uh, as a symbol of like how many favors you have done other people. Mm-hmm. Like we can do a whole entire uh, podcast episode on like how money is just a tokenized favor that we are putting into this codified system that other people agree on are tokenized favors. So when you have a bunch of money, it's like your, it's you. That is a part of your soul. You gave up part of your life to make that money. And yeah. then you give it to a bank. Well, um, any any third party that requires that trust is a bank basically. Yes, exactly. Yes. Right. And, and so like anything that, that you give over responsibility to, anything that you give up control over, it's a, especially over your money, uh, but also over your data. Uh, one of the lines I really liked um, from um, Eric this, uh, in this episode was that like information and money are, and information or capital aren't all that different. Yeah. Um, and so like the Silicon Valley to me is also another system of banks because they give up, we give up our data to them. We give up our identity well, in, in a way, they kind of are like banks in particular, if you just sort of abstract the concept of, you know, Eric at the end of the episode was talking about like, hey, this movement's about the separation of money and state. Mm-hmm. But I think you can like abstract that further and say this movement is about uh, a separation of property and state, actually. Mm-hmm. And so uh, any asset, whether that is money or any other type of property that someone might own, is generally it's um, enforced. The settlement layer is the nation state. That's the mm-hmm. enforcement layer of the thing. What crypto provides is a opt-in, non-coercive, non-violent way to secure that property. Money is one piece of that. And the, the thing in a, in a fiat system, in a nation state system that is trusted to secure that property is a bank, right? The thing in a internet system built on Silicon Valley technology like um, that secures your internet property, like your follower list, for example, or your identity or something. We don't call those banks. We do call them like tech companies, big tech companies. And so that is, it's not quite a bank, but it's another centralized entity that you are entrusting with the piece of your soul, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And so that's how it's all kind of tied together. Mm-hmm. And it, but like some of these early lessons, David, I don't think everyone has heard, right? And then mm-hmm. the, the other criticism I feel like we've addressed already in the early episodes was, um, oh, okay, guys. Well, so uh, if you're bankless, um, you still have banks. You <laughs> must be hypocrites. And it's like, no, we've also already talked about that. And mm-hmm. the, the journey is about becoming more bankless over time. It is not practical nor advisable nor possible for us to go zero to 100 completely bankless i mean some people could do that but that's kind of like going off the grid right now right Right. it's just like why how do you do that how do you live Mm -hmm. in a society we couldn't do this podcast if we did that all the way that's not what the that's not what the uh, invitation is the invitation is rather to become less dependent on banks over time and go more bankless yeah on others absolutely on these centralized intermediaries and so that has always been that has always been the case and people like I think some people have mi- missed that message too, mm-hmm. right? So, do I hate uh, Coinbase? Do I hate Kraken? Do I hate um, you know the crypto banks? No, don't hate them. 
They are better than the Wells Fargo's and the Bank of America's and the Chase's. Why? Because they give you access to these bankless money tools, but they are still not perfect. It's not mm-hmm. the same as going bankless and, and own, holding your own private keys. And it's not the same as DeFi. So how should you use them? Judiciously, cautiously. It's just all of this subtlety. I feel like people miss the the 101 content in this in this um, bull cycle. And they went straight for the 400 level content. And um, yeah, they you can't start there, right? You really have to build the journey from, mm-hmm. from the ground up. Uh, even things like, David, you were mentioning, I think you mentioned this in the intro, it's like the protocol sync thesis. I mean, premium listeners. Hands up if you if you know what that is. The protocol mm-hmm. sync thesis. Foundational. Why? Why is it important? So in the episode, I was talking about um, the toxicity of yield and how yield aggregates, right? Like over time, it's an incentive to put your money somewhere. And that incentive collects and converges. It's an illustration of like the black hole of like it just sucks people in. One of the reasons why the protocol sync thesis is so powerful is it's like the good side of that force. As in the protocol sync thesis is that some protocols are deeper down in the stack. Like what's the most what's the most basement level protocol of the internet? TCP/IP is that as as deep as it goes? Yeah. If you go any deeper than that, you are t- looking at the actual copper wiring that spans between every single physical like device. The optical and, and, wires underneath yeah, the Atlantic Ocean. Exactly right. America. So it goes like yeah. optical wires. And like, are optical wires good or bad? No, they're neutral. Except they are good in that they are producing communications. Is TCIP good or bad? I would say it's good in that it produces communications. Uh, and then like, but it's also credibly neutral. It's just a raw piece of technology. And that's why these pieces of technology are useful to humans. They produce communication. They produce coordination. And so we've got wires. We've got TCP IP. We've got HTTP. We've got this stack of protocols on top of them. And at some point we reach Ethereum, uh, Bitcoin, crypto, uh, and we, the claim about the protocol sync thesis is that credibly neutral protocols find themselves deeper and deeper in the stack, and credible neutrality is a place where all people can come to build something without getting rugged, without giving up themselves because Ethereum isn't going – you don't give up control when you use Ethereum. You do give up control when you use Binance Smart Chain. More so than you do Ethereum, less so than you do actual Binance. But this is why Ryan and I are bullish on Ethereum more than we are Binance Smart Chain is because you have to trust more people in more ways to use Binance Smart Chain than you do Ethereum. This is why we are long-term bullish on Ethereum more than Binance Smart Chain. Uh, What's another layer uh, protocol on top of that? On top of Ethereum, there may be uh, a collection of layer twos. Some will be more credibly neutral than others. Whatever one that is, I will be more bullish on the most credibly neutral layer two that exists versus ones that are less credibly neutral, ones that are less centralized or less decentralized. Appli- the application layer, MakerDAO, decently credibly, credibly neutral. So DAI is a credibly neutral money for, for the DeFi space because it doesn't have a blacklist and it's permissionless to mint. It has more properties of decentralization. So DAI is going to be uh, considered a very stable foundation to build something on top of to build a structure on top of and it's really the benefit of being credibly neutral is that people build on you because they have assurances that you aren't going to rug them because you can't tcp ip cannot rug you Uh, the copper wiring that that connects all of our devices cannot rug you ethereum cannot rug you maker dow can rug you probably more than the copper wiring but it's pretty damn it's designed to not rug you 
right? And so the property assurances, settlement assurances, another core prim- uh, principle, settlement assurances, uh, is like when you have applications that give you strong assurances about you are able to retain the most of your soul that you can when you use these things are going to be adopted. Ryan, when's the last time we talked about this on the Bankless Podcast? It's been it's been years, and these are the foundational mm-hmm. important concepts that I think we've we've somewhat assumed people people know and they mm-hmm. and they realize. And yeah, this thing about uh, credible neutrality. I mean, Uniswap is another example. I mm-hmm. also think of like the Gnosis uh, Smart Gnosis Safe, safe. Yeah. basically, right? You can build on top of that. It mm-hmm. can't. I mean, I feel like we should have named this Rugless, David, <laughs> rather than Bankless, because that's the whole point of credibly neutral protocols cannot rug you. It's just like, like I have a bank account, I also have rugs in my house. <laughs> a rug account? <laughs> that's what we should start calling them, my rug account. Um, yeah, but that's the point. And the, like, what is the other point that I think we've seen play out is basically um, the, 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 the idea of the protocol sync is that there are these attractive basins for protocols with uh, higher, what we've called like density. Mm-hmm. And more credible neutrality equals higher density. And they sort of, like if you're thinking about liquids, have you ever seen that? Uh, I know you have, David, because we talked about it, but like yeah. y- y- you picture this kind of liquid in a uh, in a glass, right? Mm-hmm. And you have different like density liquids. Uh, you have different oils and then you have like honey. Maybe that's collapsed to the bottom. You have mm-hmm. kind of water in the middle and then you have like less dense liquids. And uh, if you pour them all in at the same time, it takes that a while to settle, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And you might drop something in that's even more dense, like a, a screw, and that just mm-hmm. falls all the way to the bottom because it's the most dense thing. But it doesn't drop below the honey. It sticks in the honey. Um, yeah, it kind of sticks in the honey. It might not make it all the way to the to the bottom. The bottom anyway, yeah. this is the idea. It's the more credible neutrality, the more dense the object. But it doesn't happen instantly. What we've just seen is a whole cleansing process of, right. guess what left? We uh, shaved the, off the top. We shaved off the top. And you, pe- people may have thought it was like, you know, going to the bottom, but it wasn't. It was some mm-hmm. sort of, you know, FTX is not a thing Te- you could no, build I on think top. Terra of. is the best example. People Terra, Terra example. Like de- the most decentralized, scalable, stable coin. Ethereum no, killer. Totally centralized. Yeah. Totally trusted. Yeah, and it got wrecked, and so yeah. now you like you have to build on top of the things that don't get wrecked from the previous. And so this is what the process is. It's years and years and years of this entire ecosystem like settling. This other thing of. Uh, Settlement assurances. I mean, we didn't talk about it. We've talked about it in previous episodes. We've had an entire podcast on settlement assurances. This is such a, an important concept. It's just like, you know how Voorhees was talking about, like, the thing he doesn't like about the nation state is it requires violence mm-hmm. as it's basically its settlement layer. This mm-hmm. is what humans have used for, like, a whole, bu- like, a long time throughout our existence. How do you um, secure your property? Violence. I, yeah. I take a club and Let's I beat David it. over the head with it. And if, I ha- if I'm stronger, then I get his stuff, right? right? But if I ban in a group or David bans in a group and he has five people and it's five against one, well, you know, he, he has the monopoly on violence and he can beat me down. And then what have we done? We've just kind of gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and we scale that out to nation states that are the only ones that have that monopoly on violence. That can... what, what's cool about crypto and what Voorhees was saying is we can secure our property rights mm-hmm. without needing to resort to violence. And we can mm-hmm. opt into this system. It, can, it doesn't have to be coercive. Mm-hmm. And it's the first property rights settlement layer that humanity has devised that is not only compatible with computers, but it's not based on violence as its settlement layer. How incredible is that? And so when people come at crypto and they're like, NFTs and scams and pump and dumps, 
but they don't talk about like what we talk about and have been talking about since the early days. They miss the entire point. Like, I, I don't want to say like crypto can bring about world peace. There are many ingredients for world peace, right? Like it's, that's above and beyond the scope of crypto, but it does create a nonviolent cooperation and coordination layer. How I don't incredible know what brings is that? about world peace more than crypto, however. This is why we're spending so much energy like in this space, like why we're still here after crashes and like, and anyway, it's content. It's the one-on-one content that I think a lot of people have missed. And I don't know, David, we just, I guess, turned this entire debrief into like a, a, a recap of episodes one through nine. Yeah. And there's probably some premium listeners that are like, Hey guys, I did that. I remember I was back with you then. Like I remember well, they, that. there might also be premium listeners who are like, Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. I do remember listening to that, <laughs> but also thanks for the refresher. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I hope I kind of so. feel like um, Sam Harris once had a self-reflection episode, kind of like how we're having right now, where he was getting like canceled for being a uh, – um, it was something – because like Sam Harris has previously uh, gone after the Islamic religion for being – for like promoting extremism. Like too he's been – he has butted heads with the religion of Islam many times. Uh, and then there were, he said something that made him sound like a, an Isla, a, a Islamophobe. Muslim, but if you Islamophobe, took just that yes. sound clip and you get, didn't right. get the full context of what right. he actually believes, then you completely mm-hmm. misinterpret it. So you went right. on a 35-minute um, Sam Harris conversation about, hey, right. you may have missed this, but here's what I actually mm-hmm. believe. Well, it wasn't even an, Islam, an Islamophobe. It was, I think it was accidentally the inverse. It was like an apologist for oh. extremism. <laughs> and Sam was like, you guys, you guys are calling me Having like an apologist for, for terrorism. Like, do you, have you listened to my original, the whole reason why this podcast started in the first place? <laughs> it feels a little bit like that. Yeah, I do. I do think there's an element to that. And I guess, what does that show us as content creators that we have to double back and um, yeah. talk about these things? Look, mm-hmm. reminders are the best thing. It's yeah. just, and that's what everyone needs. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if this is like in other areas, but like exercise, nutrition, David, you are more studied in these areas than I am. But like, isn't it, it's, I mean, there there is a set of knowledge that you need to understand, but a lot of it is like reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, habit it's formation. Yeah, it's habit formation and it's encouragement. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, what does a personal trainer t- do? Not necessarily like, give you new techniques every, every time, but like encourages you and is like, Hey, remember this, like remember Remember these things. Right. I think we need to do a bit more of that in our, in our content going into 2023. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about with Eric, where I was like, all right, SBF rugged so many of our listeners, uh, Do Kwan, his UST was owned by so many of our listeners, probably just by sheer odds. Uh, three arrows capital. Well, I mean, we all owned assets that got sold heavily because of three arrows capital. So that impacted all of our listeners. And so like, that's why I was like, at some point, like, uh, there's no way for this industry to move forward. If the people that are building here for the right reasons, don't take responsibility. Like it's not our fault. We didn't do it. We didn't promote Terra. Uh, we didn't promote SBF. Uh, we did have the super cycle on the podcast. So I'll take responsibility for that. But like, it was hot content. I probably would make the same choice again. But at some point, like as like the scammers are like are, the the wolves are among sheep, and we have to take responsibility for it because if we don't, then they'll just run rampant. You know. Well, what do you think of this then? So uh, Eric's approach is very much like, guys, you have nothing to be sorry for. Like you don't yeah. have to apologize. And like I hear that. Um, I was also I don't, I don't what feel like I have anything <laughs> to apologize for. <laughs> I, I I also like. I mean, his advice. I mean. Um, eh. If we only had the 
group of people we personally know and can vouch for with like 95% confidence that they're not scammers on the podcast. Like who would we have? I'd have my mom and my dad on the podcast. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to hear from them. My parents are pretty good people. I know them. (laughs) Known them for a while. Um, like, I guess Vitalik's been here for a while. I'd probably trust yeah, we him. we can do our 20th interview with Vitalik. <laughs> I mean, like, we we have to uh, expand mm-hmm. the conversation to hear perspectives from uh, people who are influential in the space, obviously. Right. And, and uh, yeah, I, I don't feel like we should change that either. I think that right. was, I think that was right. But maybe people didn't get enough of hearing our messages from previous mm-hmm. years that went into mm-hmm. 2023, too. Yeah. And and there's also like I there there was a time when we around the time where we had Sam Bankman-Fried on the podcast originally, not the Eric Eric debate, but like the original time in in March or something like we were with the it was he was just like revered as this great builder. Like at some point like I try to use the Bankless platform to pull people into crypto values, right? Like hey, you're you're here 100%. in crypto because like you see a lot of opportunity. Also come for the tech. Like you're here for the money, stay for the tech. Yeah. Sam Bankman Freed, you just and built an empire. Yeah. Come, uh, let, let us like onboard you to crypto values. And like maybe I'm naive. Maybe there's it's the uh, oh there's a chance I can fix him meme. <laughs> but like at some point, like some people like the whole point of Bankless is to provide an education for people that haven't yet gotten it. Uh, and Sam, I identified as a person who didn't care about uh, decentralization and that self admittedly. But man, if we could use like the bankless platform to pull people in and get them to adopt crypto values, that's a huge good leverage of the platform that we have. And so, like, we're getting like by some not very much. It's crypto. Tro- uh, no Twitter one listening trolls. here, probably. To no this one episode, listening here, yes. probably. But like, we're getting some people are trying to cancel Bankless for having Sam Bankman Freed on the podcast. Or we like, had well, Kevin O'Leary on. Yeah, we had uh, Kevin O'Leary. Yeah, yeah. who's and, now giving terrible takes. Yeah. Well, and, what about the alternative universe where we actually did that and succeeded in like pilling? We were never going to pill a psychopath, but we didn't know he was a psychopath <laughs> at the time. Uh, like, what if we did do that? Like, wow, that would have that would have really helped, wouldn't it? Yeah. I I completely agree. Um, well, I mean, and look, I enjoyed this this episode with uh, Voorhees. Mm-hmm. I I feel like it was cathartic for me. It helped me yep. have kind of closure. Like he was there when we had that SBF. So I was asking so many questions about like, mm-hmm. dude, like, what do you think? Reflect on this for because it's such a surreal. He used the word surreal, surreal uh, to have SBF on, and then for the whole thing to collapse. Now he's in jail. Six weeks from a podcast on Bankless to jail. I mean, that's got it. Um, have you ever? Anyone else on the Bankless podcast in jail yet? Um, um, yet there, I can think of two other people, three other people. Yeah, not in six <laughs> weeks, uh, <laughs> but yeah, not that's crazy. Weeks, but they, who should be in jail? Excuse me. Well, there you go. Um, so, like, yeah, it's um, anyway. That was kind of cathartic for me, and then it was nice to hear. Like, um, I think Eric would tell us if we had a role, to, like, if he felt like we had a role to play, and it, there yeah. was our fault, and so that was good perspective. I think Eric would be one of the first to cancel us if we strayed. He's good. He's just, I love how Zen this guy is. And um, what did I say in the beginning? He's just, he doesn't waste a word. Everything he says is just, it's so awesome. I feel like a rambling idiot when I'm talking to Eric. (laughs) But but in this, and this, and he's just like one sentence. One sentence. Your four sentences, I return to you one sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, he's, um, yeah, he's, he's, great like that so this is a perfect episode to start the year and uh guys 
we will be doing more Bankless Basics, I guess, episodes mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this, and we appreciate you hanging with us in 2023. It's going to be a, it's going to be an awesome year. I I really believe yeah. that, David. Yeah. I don't know if you're optimistic. Up only, right? Well, I don't like building up only. Yeah. Like I just always always building up only. Yeah, yeah. you're going to meet great people if you stay in crypto. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay tuned. It's don't, also too late to leave. <laughs> don't tune out. Yeah, if you're here now, where else are you going to go? <laughs> the worst is over. Why? Why do you leave now? Um, anyway, thanks, guys. We'll we'll talk to you later. Uh, this has been the debrief. Cheers. Thanks a lot.